Hi, everyone. It's Marilyn Aloria, and welcome to Who Can It Be Now? And we are again on another genius call. And these genius calls are really amazing. Dashka, who is in my Next Level Living community, actually posted in Next Level Living, you guys have to go to those genius calls when she has them because she did two of them. And she had such incredible breakthroughs. So when you're in Next Level Living, you get to go to as many genius calls as you want. Um, and she had so many breakthroughs. So we have incredible participants here today that I'm going to be working with. And then we have, um, then you have the opportunity to listen to other genius calls on the podcast as well. So you could, you may think that it's the same type of thing. It's never the same type of thing. Today was the first day I've been doing genius calls for quite some time. I used to do them when we did the SAS experience live. And um, today was the first time I actually sat down and tried to write a syllabus for it because I, I don't work that way. I work where spirit comes through me and I read the energy of the group and I'm also going to be asking them questions and I want them participating. And then I, um, the, my guides really who work through me make the material work for them. So every genius call is going to be different. Even if I'm running people through the SAS pillar system, it's, it's going to be different. And for those of you who don't know the SAS pillar system, you'll see me go through it a bit today. But if you want to learn more about it, you can go to joinsas.com, joinsas.com, and you can check it out. And it's a really great course um, for a very low price where you can really have some incredible breakthroughs. So I'm really excited that you're all here with me today. I'm going to talk a tiny bit and then we're going to dive right in because I'm not much of a talker. I'm Well, that's not true. I talk a lot, but I'm more of a experiential. You have to learn things by doing them. So the genius call was born out of me doing these SAS live experiences. And when I was doing them and taking people through the SAS pillar system, and basically the SAS live experience is like an introduction to my work, an introduction to how I do my things so that if you want to work with me further, you can work with me further. And through my work of doing the SAS experience, Soul Finder Academy, all the different programs I've done working with spiritual entrepreneurs, I have learned that we all have a genius. We all have really something special and specific inside of each one of us. We're usually born with something and it's beyond our understanding when we come into consciousness. We just feel it. Many of us, and I'd like to know from you how many of you have had this experience, put it in chat. For me as a little girl and many people I work with, we felt it when we were little. We felt like we were here to do something great. We were living in our light. And because we're so empathic and we pick up other people's energies and feelings about us, we, our light may have made somebody close to us feel uncomfortable. So we dimmed our light. So that could have been a mother. It could have been a friend. It could have been a teacher. It could have been a brother. And because we could tell that they're uncomfortable by our light, we decide to dim our light instead of stepping into our light. So you already have this light. You already have this calling, this, I don't like the word purpose because purpose is misused and people think it's only one purpose. It's not. So there's this, this feeling inside of you. And then what happens is through your life experience, it leads to your passions. So you may have this light of, I like making people laugh. I like making people feel happy. And then I have life experiences where life gets really challenging and I find humor through it. And people make me laugh and I find that that makes me feel better. So now I'm passionate about finding ways to lift people into joy during really difficult moments. That's just an example. So many times what we were born with, 
what our life experiences have been lead us to what we become passionate about. And that in equation brings us to how we want to be of service. So whether you want to do something like this for a living or not, you know, a spiritual entrepreneur can be many things. You could be, we have in Next Level Living, we have a vet, we have a scientist, we have all different types of people from all different walks of life. But there's a common thread where they all feel this calling to be, to be their greatness. And it is my goal in my work and my mission in my work to have people remember that anchor into it, this is my Brooklyn accent, anchor into it, tap into it, and live it. And what happens is through our life experiences is we get so far away from it because we started dimming it. And then people, I don't know about you, but I had a lot of people around me who reminded me that I sucked more than I was great. So I start believing that and I'm constantly looking for external approval well, am I good? Is this good? Is this okay? And then there's moments of confidence that come through and I do something and then maybe I fall and trip and fail at it. And then I still get up and do something else. So there's like this mishmash of information that is just attaching to me. And I forget how to validate myself because I'm continuing and I've learned to evaluate myself through other people. Oh, I got an A on that paper. Oh, I got an F on that paper. Oh, my tennis coach is saying I'm doing well. Oh, my tennis coach says I can't play with those people because I'm not good enough. There's this constant validation that we seek outside of ourselves. And it's my goal for you to remember how to validate yourself. Does not mean that mentors and coaches and teachers can't be great because I'm guaranteeing that most of you are probably those mentors, teachers, and coaches who want to help others. But you want to be able to find the right person who's aligned with you. You want to be able to notice when you're working with someone, ooh, this doesn't feel right. And most importantly, through every experience, you want to be living your life from the inside out. And you want to be living in truth. And truth is actually more important to me than purpose because it dictates every choice in your life. It dictates every turn. It helps you to know what to invest in, what to not invest in, who to hang out with, who not to hang out with. It's an incredible gauge. It's like people use pendulums to know if something's a yes, something's a no, and something's neutral. Your truth is your pendulum. And when you're aligned with your truth, which is the same as the soul to me, you're not questioning as much at all. Actually, you're not questioning much at all. But what happens is if you are in a question, should I do this? Should I not do this? You get taken back to your truth pretty quickly and you get the answer. So let me first check in with all of you. How, what, so you all said yes to feeling like you had something incredible that was inside of you. How many of you, okay, if you, if you said that you had this light inside of you, right? And it's starting, you wouldn't be here if it wasn't lit because I just don't, People don't come to me that are in full darkness. I can't really work with those types of people. I'm not the coach for them. So you have this light on a scale from one to 10, one being I'm not close to it all. And 10 is, man, I am friggin' on fire. Where are you in that scale? I know it sounds a little weird because one you would think would be close, but I usually use one as not that close 
10 is really close. How close do you feel to your fire, to your light? That's what I'd like to, to know in the chat now. Eight, four, five, nine, seven, nine, eight. Good, 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 good. So no matter where you are on the spectrum, does that matter? What matters is that you know where you are on the spectrum because then you can do something with it. So what you might be an eight today, you might be a two tomorrow, and then you might be a 10 because life experience is going to, this is what the synchronicity is in the SAS pillar system. When you're really working in, uh, in alignment with synchronicity and you're in conversation with synchronicity, the magic that happens is unbelievable. You get to see every moment is positioning you and helping you to be where you need to be. So we're going to start with the questions now. How many of you want to create a business or are already in a business? Yes or no? Okay, let's see what we got here. Oh, wow. Yes, yes, yes in a business. Yes, thinking of a side business. Love it. Yes, yes, love this. Normally it's a mixture. And I'm starting to talk to more, uh, Denise and Monique are in my Next Level Living programs. They were coaches in Soul Finder Academy. They've been with me for quite some time. So they know how I work. Um, I'm starting to really focus on spiritual entrepreneurs because what I'm finding with spiritual entrepreneurs, which is what I've described already, um, many of us are extremely gifted, but we're still hiding. How many of us, from a scale from one to 10, one being I'm hiding, I have to remember how I do my one to tens. I'm hiding and 10 being, I'm freaking out there. Where are you? On the scale from one to 10. And I love the honesty because sometimes you see people, everybody's an eight, everybody's an eight. I should be an eight. And it's great when I love like Jolene, I loved how honest you were with your answer because that means the world to me. That means that you're going to be able to catapult yourself to a, a, just a, a better, a, a higher place through this work. And that is so great. So here's some more honest answers. Uh, 10, good. Three, three, two, seven, seven, eight, six. Great. Like I said, it doesn't matter where you are. What matters is your consciousness of where you are. So what I would like to know now is what is the business you would like to create? Now you may have a hard time dialing in what it is exactly, because part of what the genius work does is it helps you to find your unique brand. I don't care. You, I say this always as an example, and I always use Theta Healers, and I don't even know if they're still out there these days, but I know back in the day when Theta Healers were around, they had to follow a very strict protocol. They could not deviate from that protocol, from my learning of somebody who was a Theta Healer. And I could tell you still, if we had 100 Theta Healers in a room, you would still have a different experience with each one because their personal experience would come through that healing. So we are all our own brand. And part of what makes spiritual entrepreneurs, it makes it hard for them to come out of the darkness is you're selling yourself. And you have to own that genius inside of you. And it's not an ego state. I have no, e my ego has really started to go away, especially last year. Ego is insecurity. It's when you're comparing yourself and I've got to be just as great. Now I'm like, I don't, you want to be better than me? Go ahead. I don't really care anymore. It's not to say that like I'm absent of all ego because that's not true. So we hide our light 
because we're selling us. So I wanted to see what you, what business. So if you can't dial in what your business is, Linda said coaching business. Great. Love it. We don't need to dial in exactly what that means at this point. Healing, um, uh, drawing pictures, tarot cards. So if you don't know what it is, but I'd like you to put in there something because I want you to own some type of label just for this call. Great. Love it, Jolene. Uh, medical intuitive energy work, mentoring, teaching, still trying to discover which genius is mine. Love it, Carolyn. Crystals, energy, healing. Love it. Oracle numerology, combining my healing and creative gifts. Great, Denise. My love of travel and helping others. Love that. That is like the clearest I've seen you and I've been working with you for years and you've been doing this work. It elevates, it changes, it evolves. Coaching people on how to create their own individual healing protocol. Monique, something else new. I love that. Matrix birth, birth, reprinting with coaching. I love this. Um, DVM, <laughs> Sheila's here. Hi, Sheila. Sheila's a vet. Healing, physical, and spiritual. Love this. Combine. Okay, this is really wonderful. Great, great, great. Okay, so <laughs> I got a question for you. You all just really honed in beautifully. And anybody who's listening to this podcast going, I don't know. I want you to say to yourself, but I do. It may not be in my consciousness and awareness right now, but I do. Because what has made you forget why you've forgotten is because you've probably have had people around you tell you you can't be that. Now, we don't want to blame other people. I'm not into that. I'm a victim to those situations. I was thinking about something my mother did the other night. And I love my mother. I don't, I'm not mad at her. I'm not a victim to that. She did the best that she could. I'm only a victim if I decide to still identify with that experience and keep myself back. I'm not doing that anymore. So where do you think? So for those of you who don't know, just be like, I'm setting the intention that I'm going to know. So where do you think this was born out of? This need, this feeling, this thing that you have that is just ready to burst out of you to help others. Where do you think it came from? Jolene said, born with it. Um, I know it's my soul. Love that, Denise. Three years old. Love that, Sally. These are all the right answers. These are great. What else? Nobody else? I know sometimes there's a delay. Always been there. Great. Came in my soul with this incarnation. Beautiful. Part of who I am at a wider level. Love these answers. Those answers in and of themselves, can you see how they are part of your genius? You're part of your own imprint, your footprint. They are who you are. So I love that. Okay. So we're going to move on. We're going to move on to the work in a second, but I just want to share something. So I'm going to take you through the SAS pillar system to help you uncover a part of your genius. Can we uncover every part of your genius? No. Because I don't care if I was with you for like a next level living, they're with me for a year. Some of them, they're continuing on, right? And they've, Denise and Monique and Sheila have been with me quite some time. They just keep evolving into a whole different level of who they are. We're always discovering it. I never put a period. I teach the dot, dot, dot technique. I never put a period at the end of anything in my life. There's always more information. There's always more evolution. There's always more brilliance to be born. There's always more another level of consciousness. We all know this. You, you wouldn't be in my sphere 
if you didn't already know this stuff. So when I say this, I'm not like teaching you, I'm kind of just putting some kind of information in so that we can move forward. So I'm not going to answer all your questions about your particular genius, but we are going to get someplace with it today. And this is going to help you to uncover a zone of your genius so that you feel really comfortable messaging people about it, talking to people about it, going out on social media about it, selling it as a product. The more that I tap into my own inner work and what I love to do and how I love to work with everybody in Next Level Living, I used to like, I'd segue, I used to like sales scared the crap out of me because it just felt icky and it felt like, it felt like I was studying all these different people and do it this way, do it that way. Have a, I can't have a script. There's no way I could have a script. And now that I've let go of all of that and I'm just being me and sharing what I do because I love doing it. And I just made an offer to somebody yesterday who I'd been communicating with. And she was like, I can't afford it right now, but I love your work. And I was like, that's okay. I don't get upset. I don't see it as a, she does. Now maybe she'll find the money to do something else. I don't know. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. I think she's perfect for the program. She doesn't feel ready for it. End of story. That's okay. You get to do that. And you get to then continue on. So we're going to talk about, I'm going to talk about a certain theme today. And we're going to talk about failure. How many of you are afraid of failure? Oh, thanks, Sally. Sally said, acknowledge you for what you said as you have kept me going. Thank you, Marilyn. You're the first one in all my programs. That means a lot to me, Sally, with you, because you've been a little, she's so amazing. And I've been like knocking at the door with her, like, wait. Um, yes, yes, yes. Sometimes. Great. Okay. So the thing about failure is, uh, I've been watching a lot of entrepreneurs. I've been watching a lot of athletes. I've been watching a lot of billionaires and they approach failure differently. They approach failure as information. That's it. So if you listen to Kobe Bryant, who's really incredible about failure, he's like, when somebody asked him and I don't, I'm going to butcher his, his response, but somebody said, well, what do you think about failure? He's like, I, it's not even in my vocabulary. I just look at it, what didn't go right on the court, and then I work on it and make it better. And I feel like we've been programmed to think that if we fail at something, that means we're not good. And I'm I'm putting myself in this category. So I've started shifting my perspective a while ago around failure, and I'm continuing to shift it. And I'm going to ask you to do the same, but I'm also going to ask you to use it as information. Sometimes um, you put a product out there or you put something out there and you fail at it. You have to, dis you have to, the dot, dot, dot technique, take it apart and find out why it, why did it fail? Maybe it's not the right thing to be doing. You know, I had a program for 10 years, membership for your soul. It was very successful for quite some time and I no longer had the energy to sell it. So I closed it December. And I don't look as that, like I wanted it to be like the next Mind Valley before I didn't, I started this way before I even knew Mind Valley existed. And I wanted it to be that. It never got there. Do I look at it as a failure? No, it was great. There's incredible content in there that will do something with it one day. But it no longer fed me. So I had to move on. So I want to share a quick little story with you as we move in. So last night I had a dream that I was on stage. And I was performing one of my monologues. And I used to do this uh, as an actress and everything. I used to write my own monologues and tell my own stories out on stage. 
So in my dream, a few people came in and this girl, Lindsay, who I did yoga certification with came in and she handed me a box and I knew there were three red roses in there for some reason. And I just put it in the uh, upstage back, back, you know, it wasn't backstage. It was upstage. And I went downstage and I did my first monologue. And then I went as a transition and opened up the box of roses and I took out the three roses and she had a note and I took the note and I went back downstage, you know, to deliver to, I know I'm pretty sure I got upstage and downstage, right? Yes. Deliver to the audience. You know, I was getting ready for my second monologue, which was going to be the first dead person I met or how I started talking to dead people. And I was excited about it. And I looked out in the audience and half the audience was gone. Like they all left during my first monologue in the stream. And I went. <laughs> to the audience. Okay. Well, I'm, I had three more monologues to do in my dream. And I said, I'm just going to do one more monologue. It's going to be how I talk to dead people, because obviously I can't retain your attention right now. And in my head, what I was saying to myself was, Ooh, when they all leave, I'm going to be with that moment of failure. I'm going to be with that moment of sadness. And I could see myself in the dream, seeing myself in the future, sitting in the side of the stage, just crying. And then I said, yeah, but you know what? I'm going to get up and do it again. And then the alarm went off. And I can tell you from being an actress and performing my own stuff, I had those moments where I utterly failed. And I still got up and did it. And I recognized that this is what I want to talk about today with all of you. I want you to see that our failures, mainly we look at them from the the lens of somebody else. How did they, how did the audience see me? How do people see me? Oh, they see me as a failure. And instead, I'm going to invite you to see it as the lens of who you are today. Okay. So I want you to change perspective. Now, what I'm going to do. Okay. So I want you to think of a failure that you came up with. So now we're going to go back in time. So you close your eyes and I want you to just take a few breaths. And in these breaths, I want you to own your physical being. What many spiritual entrepreneurs struggle with is bridging the spiritual with the physical and walking this earth. So just take a couple of breaths and notice how it feels to be in your physical body. What, what, how would you identify it? How would you characterize yourself right now? Courageous, inquisitive, curious, scared, uncomfortable. Just notice what you feel. Now I want you to go back to a time when you were really disappointed with something. And it's a time when you felt like you failed and maybe you didn't get up again, or maybe you let it shift the trajectory of your life. Maybe you had, you were pursuing a career, pursuing an education and something, and you failed at it and you stopped. There's no judgment in any of this. I just want you to go to that moment. And maybe you can't find one. So just find a moment where you felt like, wow, that was really hard, really hard. Now I'm going to have you open and close your eyes just because I want to see where you're at. I work with the energy of the group. I want you to tell me what negative belief 
was born out of that experience? What negative belief was born out of that experience? Even if you think you still don't have it today, I want you to, to share that. And if you don't want to share it in the chat, it's fine. But if you do, that would be great, just because I'd love to see it. So the time that I uh, totally embarrassed, there's a couple of times I embarrassed myself on stage, but the time that I really, the first time I embarrassed myself on stage, really embarrassed myself, I just felt like, I felt like such a loser, such a loser. And the negative belief that came out of it was, see, they were right. I can't do this. I'm just a loser. I'm just this girl from Brooklyn who's not very good at this. And I went on to act after that, but I still carried that with me. Okay, let's see what some of these say. I can't do public speaking again. Beautiful one. I'm not chosen. Love that. I'm a failure. I love that. I'm unlovable. I don't love that you have this, but you're going to see how this becomes gold. Not good enough. I'm not good enough. I'm unlovable. Perfect. Beautiful. Thank you guys for participating. It means a lot. So go back and close your eyes and see where that negative belief lives inside your being. And we're not giving it power because you're the powerful one. We're using it as information. So it's never here to overwhelm. You're just going to notice where it is. Now, we're not going to do anything with that belief just yet. And now I want you to go back to a time where you felt fully aligned because now we're in the A part of the SAS, right? First part is subconscious thinking, first S. Second one is the A, which is alignment with your soul. Where you felt fully aligned. It could have been when you've got a job, picked a college, had a baby, fell in love. There's a time in life when you succeeded. There's many times, but there's this one, just want you to pick one time. Think about that now. How does that feel? Where do you feel that? Is that in the same place where the belief was living or is it in a different space? What belief did you have to make that happen, to see it through? What was the belief you had to see that through? Now write that in the chat. My belief was I did an open call for an off-Broadway play. I was amongst many actors. I've told this story before. I had barely anything on my resume. They were all talking about their expert experience. And I still felt like I belonged there. I knew it was mine. I knew it was meant what I was meant to do. I believed in myself. So no outside noise could get in. I mattered. I knew this was what I was meant to do. So what was the belief that you had in that time? I'm perfect the way I am. Beautiful. My belief was that I can trust myself. Love it. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm an open, connected channel and allowing the energy that needed to flow through. Beautiful. I'm natural at this. I'm worthy. Anything is possible. Great. Go back and close your eyes. See those two beliefs, right? Now, think of who you are today who you are going to be, if, if, if all obstacles were out of the way, there's a whole talk I can give about obstacles. I'm not going to do that. 
obstacles are just also information. But just just touch into what you said that you were here to do, that light, this amazing thing you succeeded at, this belief that's true. And then you have the negative belief that's still in there. We don't want to be mad at the negative belief. We just, it's information. But I want you to go to the time when you succeeded. What were three character traits you had? What were the three character traits you had that could have been courageous, excited, passionate, curious, um, trusting? You had uh, you were faith, full of faith. Those are the kinds of character traits I'm looking for. What three character traits did you have in that moment where you succeeded? And if you could write those in the chat, that would be great. It'll help me to work with you in the Q&A. And I'm sorry, guys, I keep taking you in and out. I don't normally do that but I feel it's important. So if any of you don't want to write, take your own experience. I'm all for you having your own experience. It's whatever's best for you. Trust, acceptance, allowing, beautiful clarity, confidence, desire. Great, 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 great. Trusting, uh, trust resulting in courage to do it. Beautiful, okay. So go back in, close your eyes. And I want you to take those character traits and there's a fire inside of you, a little flame. And the character traits that you sprinkle into that flame just make it brighter, so much brighter. And as it fills your physical being, you can see the flame touch that negative belief. And it gets rid of it. It dissolves it. It releases it. It was keeping you safe for some reason. It was keeping you from harming yourself again or from having that feeling of shame or whatever happened. But this fire knows better than anything. It's your wisdom. And it's just burning it away. And, it, and sometimes these negative beliefs are parts of ourselves, so we don't harm them. We just put them in the back seat because you're the adult. So you're filled with the three things, fully filled with it. And I want you to rewrite a new belief, but here's the thing. I want you to think about that negative belief that may have been born. And I want you to rewrite a new belief that really anchors into your heart and soul. So mine may be, life is full of experiences, but I know that I am courageous, that I love myself, and I want to experience life to its fullest, and I am ready. That's a new belief, that that little negative belief of I'm a loser, really it can't be, it's actually taking care of it. I feel like I'm nurturing it. So I want you to find a new belief that you can say to yourself that you believe, and I'll tell you how to get away if you don't believe it, that you believe that really nurtures all parts of yourself. For those of you who have a hard time finding a new belief, you can say things like up until now, or I am getting ready to feel this, or I am preparing myself to feel this, and you say the new belief. Because positive affirmations without being anchored into some kind of truth inside of you, in my opinion, can fall flat. That's not the truth for everyone, right? Okay, so just come up with a belief now. Now feel it, breathe it, put it inside your breath. 
I'll give it a few more seconds because sometimes I go a lot quicker than people are ready for. Make that belief part of your breath now and breathe into your entire physical being. I want you to fill your toes with it. Now, it is, it is combining with your breath. Your breath is your divine right. Your breath is the reason why you're here. Your breath is connection to source, the universe, your gifts, your magic, your light. Your breath is everything. And, and, and you breathe. So ignite your breath with this new belief and take it now and just breathe it in your physical body. And you may want to add a couple of things like I'm ready to be seen. I'm ready to step into this. Even if I don't know what it's going to look like, I'm ready to do it. Allow yourself to really breathe in all that you need to breathe in in this moment to take the next step. Notice how it feels. Now, remember that thing that you said you wanted to be in the beginning of this call. You all took a label. I want that label to now be part of your breath. It does not mean that that's the only thing you're ever going to be forever. I feel like that's been the problem with spiritual entrepreneurs. They were told they're a healer. And they get stuck in, but I'm a healer. I can't be a speaker now or, 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 or a, you know, a vet, let's say that, even though vets healing, they get so confused in the box. They put themselves in a box. You're not allowed to put this label. This label is not in a box. This label is free floating. It's part of your breath, but I want you to breathe that now in own it. I want you to fully own it. And I want you to create an I am statement. And again, I'm going to repeat this because I feel I need to. This I am statement is not written in stone. It is written in fluidity. It is written in the oxygen inside your body. It is written in the atmosphere. It is written in the energy. It is written in this beautiful, fluid, flowing conversation with source and the universe. So I want you to breathe in and have an I am statement. I want you to notice how that feels. Now, just out of curiosity, Spirit's asking me to ask you, where's that negative belief? Just notice it. Now, as you breathe this in, I want you to fill your entire body with it. And I want you to notice that you tapped into your genius. You tapped into an identity. And you identified yourself. I didn't tell you what you were. I didn't tell you, give you a reading and say, you're this, you're that. You tapped into it. You did it yourself through your own inner wisdom. Now the universe knows what you want to be. Now the universe is like, oh, she's lit up. I got it. Now I'm going to send her experiences. They may not all be pretty, but those are synchronicity. If you went through the SAS pillar system. Now I'm going to extend her experience, send her experiences that are going to help her elevate her journey in this life. And I want you to breathe that in with the knowledge and the trust 
that that's what's happening, indeed happening. And I want you to set an intention right now because intention is everything. And if you can set an intention every single day, your life will shift. I journal every single morning and I set an intention at the end of my journal. And it can be the same intention. I want you to set an intention right now as you, as I said, this call is not going to be the answer for everything, but it's going to be the beginning of a new part of your journey. What is your intention? I want you to breathe into your being. Regular breath. Notice if you feel different. The thing that people don't recognize or what they need to do is to keep it alive. What are you going to do to keep it alive? Accountability is super important. Joining programs are super important if that's what you desire. Reading books, watching inspirational videos, listening to people who have done it before you. Doing something every day that gives you joy. What is it, what intention are you setting and what is it that you're going to do to keep this going? And when you're ready, open your eyes. And I would love for you to share with me either your I am statement, your intention, or your next action step. And I'd also like you to share from a scale to one to 10, and I'm not going to get insulted. This is where I'm really not allowed to have ego. It's only information for me. One being this really sucked and 10 being, wow, that was a lot of fun. I'd love to know where you are in the scale of things. Because sometimes people go through these experiences. <laughs> Sally is a friend of mine, um, but she's been great. She's been showing up, but, and she doesn't mind me using her, I don't think. But sometimes it's really hard to believe that that, that little process is really going to be a shift. Not that Sally's had that experience. Um, I'm just calling her out because I've had some fun with her lately. So it doesn't matter. Again, everything's information. It's information for me to know because every genius call is different and it's information for you to know how, what works and what doesn't work for you. And there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. Well, I love the nine, Robin. Thanks. Um, it was nine. Thanks, Sally. Okay. Uh, 10, great. 10, very empowering and clarifying for me. Denise said, great. That was nine. Uh, Janine, I love this. I was chosen by God and God does not make mistakes in my state is my statement. I love that, Janine. As you can see, that's beautiful. I'm amazing. 10, I love that. Great. I'm my creator. Exercise was an eight. Beautiful, Monique. Good, good, good. Okay. So now... I'm a powerful creator of whatever my heart and soul desires. You know, these I am statements can be your intention for the next few days just to see how they unravel, which would be really great for you. I'm helping others to discover their truth, self-realization, to propel, propel them forward on their journey. I love that, Carolyn. So beautiful. Can you, for those of you who are running a business, this can be this can be your initiating statement to run messaging from. So Carolyn, your statement of, I'm helping others to discover their truth, self-realization to propel them forward on the journey. One of your messaging in social media could be about when you had that struggle yourself or when a client had that struggle and they came to the self-realization propelled themselves. And when we share, I, I, I don't know any spiritual entrepreneur that doesn't usually share from a transparent place. There are, well, that's not true. There's spiritual 
entrepreneurs who want you to believe that everything is blissed out now and they're on top of a mountain and they're doing amazing. So those aren't my type of spiritual entrepreneurs at all. I'm the ones that will really pull from actual truth. So there's places here now that you can play with this and create social media so that you're speaking to your correct avatar. You don't want to be talking to people who are just tire kickers or don't want this experience or don't want this work. You want to speak to the people who, like I have Monique and Denise and Sheila in my program. They're phenomenal. I love working with them because they're just out there doing it. And that's the type of people you want to work with. I could say right now, the energy of this call, that you are all an incredible group of people. So I am now going to turn this over to Q&A. Um, normally, I go into a pitch. I'm not going into a pitch. I am going to say that if you are interested in Next Level Living, it's an incredible program. So I guess I am going into a quick pitch, but I don't want to take up the Q&A time with this. I may reach out to some of you, um, but you can go to marilynloria.com forward slash next. I'll put it in the uh, Zoom chat and we'll probably follow up with you with a, an email. And if you're interested, fill out an application. We don't do sales pitchy calls. We get to know you. If we feel you're right, you feel you're right for it. We invite you in. That's the only thing. So it's marilynlaurie.com forward slash next. Ask me anything. I'd love to talk to you. I'd love to help you. Um, I have about 15 minutes and I'd love to just really help you to move on from this place of wherever you're at. The biggest thing mistake that I see people make is they have breakthroughs, but then they don't go any further. So that is not my desire for any of you. I want to see you go further. So does anybody have a question? Raise your hand. You want feedback or you want to share something, whatever it is, go ahead. Nobody? Oh, Sally. And I'm here for you guys. So it doesn't matter. You can ask me about something totally separate. It's totally okay. I'm not here to say, I'm just here to help you. Go ahead, Sally. I just, um, what stopped me is my fear of public speaking. Oh, great. Um, and I tell myself, I'm not creative enough to put out what to say. Great. And I have all these excuses. And I've got a coach or a mentor that worked through me to say that in my 30s and 40s, 20s, 30s and 40s, I've always done one to many. Being a midwife for 35 years, I've done my own antenatal classes and everything. Was, wasn't a very enjoyable or comfortable experience with the speaking until I got the rest of the group involved. And right. then it got easier towards the second half of that. And then I was challenged when I was in my 40s or 50s and I never spoke again. I was an international speaker. Mm. I was challenged and I never spoke again. And when I came back, I tried to do an education session with the doctors and the ones that they come in every two years or every six months to renew their contract. And I had to tell them about what antibiotics to use and that sort of stuff. Um, I couldn't speak. I was there for about 10 minutes. I say, you just have to excuse me. And I got my colleague to come and finish off the lecture. And I never spoke again. So I'm going to give you some suggestions, Sally. So you're allowing past experiences to dictate your future. And a lot of times people are like, I have to heal that. I have to go back and, and I'm not against therapy and I'm not against EMDR and I'm not against any of those techniques that help us to revisit something and rewire our brain in order to do speaking again. 
it's been my experience recently that I have to rewire my brain in the moment by doing it in order to do it. So what that means to me is, and I'm going to give you some suggestions, is when I'm up against a fear, an insecurity, something that just wants to really shut me down, is the moment I have to look at it at the conscious moment. And I have to rewrite that belief right then and there in that moment, whether I believe it or not. So I have PTSD with electricity going out. So the last time my electricity went out, I noticed the fight or flight that was about to happen. And I had to stop it in its tracks in its moment. Cause I'd be walking around the house going, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And I was like, stop. This is just an, a, a reaction to a past experience. It is not truth right now. What I would like you to do is to consider, and this is going to sound really scary, a, a, a monologue writing class, an improv class. Definitely you could do a speech class, but it almost feel like I'd like to see you have some out of the box, crazy experience with joy. Now I can tell right away your heart just shut down by that suggestion. <laughs> But if this is what you're truly being called to, I would, there's like certain improv teachers out there that probably can work with you one-on-one -on -one just to get you into the space of thinking freely in your head. And you think that that public speaking we know has got to be a speech that's written out, right? But it's still telling story. It's still being able to be in the moment of the audience. Can I ask you a question? Sure. I've just done your SES program and I keep going back. I'm, I've not finished it. I'm pillar three. I keep going back to synchronicity because yesterday or two days ago, I had a class, a whole session of an hour class of public speaking. And it was one of my coaches. It was like, now do I do it? Now that I pay the money again. <laughs> Did it help you? So here's a quick question. Did it help you? I felt comfortable in the class, but great. Yes. So okay. I have a I have a coaching client that's getting ready to do speaking and everything. And we talked yesterday and she's got like creative spiritual entrepreneurs have a lot of creativity and a lot of content that gets downloaded into them. And it's sometimes hard to know what to start with, right? So my thing for you is if you want to do, so I said to her, you know, the book is first and the speech, I, these are the two things we're working on, right? They go together. And I said, anything that comes into your awareness, if it does not feed those two goals, you have to say no to them right now okay. because otherwise she's all over the place and I'm not going to allow it because I want, I know the results we're getting with her work and she's in full agreement. So my question to you is if this class made you feel comfortable and you feel like it's helping you, then that's a yes. But if it's taking you further from your goal, then it's a no. No, I need to speak. I need to have the courage to speak. Yeah. But I want you to play with the idea because you said I need that right away is restricting to me. I want you to change the belief to I'm exploring speaking again. I'm exploring having fun with it again. I'm exploring the possibility of it being even something greater. I'm exploring the possibility of doing a speech about how I froze and stopped doing speeches. That's what I want. That's why I want fun. 
I would also like you to start watching. T this is what I had her do because she started writing her speech and she was starting it out with this long sentence. And I went, no, when you do a speech and if you watch TEDx talks, they have you in the visual right away. There I was on stage and I forgot my lines and I told everybody the person was trying to help me. I said, no, shut up. I'm going to get it. You know, like you start with a story right away. That's why I feel improv acting, all that kind of stuff is really good because it's storytelling. I want you doing something fun. I want you to get away from how you did it before. And I want you to say, I don't know how it's going to look this time, but I'm going to invite in an entirely new way of doing this. Here's the I thing. Do you know what I love though, Sally? Remember my dream last night? And I said, yeah, but you know what? I'm going to get up and do it again. That's what you're doing. You're not giving up. It was fun. Once I got over the initial fear and that I can't yeah. speak, the rest of the two hours was fun with the parents. With and the it'll, it'll keep getting better. It will. All right. Okay. Okay. Good. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Carolyn. So what I'd like you to do is while I talk to Carolyn is I would like you to think about your own elevation, your own evolution, your own growth, or something maybe you're not seeing. Because a lot of times people ask questions that you don't realize you have. So see if there's any pieces, be a reader. See if there's any nuggets in me talking to Carolyn that you can apply to yourself. That's all. Go ahead, Carolyn. Awesome. And I just did that with Sally. So thank you, Sally. <laughs> um, so my piece is, I know that my I am statement is helping others move forward in their realizations, having their most awesome life. It's the modality. So I'm just starting to learn about the crystals and the numerology and the, um, you know, clairvoyance, et cetera, et cetera. And I am not sure where my strengths, where those natural strengths are and what lights me up the most. And so I'm wondering, is it something where I just keep trying a bunch of different modalities to what feels the easiest and most exciting? Or no. is it like, I? because I also feel like I'm not the smorgasbord taking it all in, but I'm not absorbing. I'm not giving the time necessarily to process. So I'm going to take you back to your first statement where you said you're looking to coach people into moving forward, correct? Yeah, That's like self, said. like realization that can help them move forward. What makes you, and you answer this, you're not allowed to say, I don't know. What makes you an expert to do that? Intuition. And what else? The desire to. Why do you have the desire to do it? Seems natural. Why does it seem natural? <laughs> oh dear. Uh, why does it seem natural? Because I feel like it's linked to my soul. Why is it linked to your soul? How do you feel it's linked to your soul? That mm -hmm. I was born with it. Was there some type of life experience that made you recognize that you were born with this, that you, um, you help people move forward? Have you helped people move forward before? Uh, in all various different ways, but not necessarily in spiritual stuff. And you want to help people move forward in spiritual stuff or in physical? Correct. Okay. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like I've, you know, like I was a teacher and like I do a lot of teaching, that kind of thing. So I feel like that's a helping piece, but now I'm, I'd be interested in them helping like 
realize themselves, realize who they are, leverage those strengths, work on their blind spots, et cetera. Right. Well, what's so fascinating is everything you want to help others do is everything you're struggling with. <laughs> but that's great. That's your avatar. And that's usually what the, what it is. That's why I'm trying to get you to the initiating thing. You're thinking okay. you have to gather some expertise outside of yourself. I'm not saying that you don't in order to add to your toolbox, but what you desire to do, you already have. Okay. And you're not giving credibility to the fact that you were a teacher. So what were, I don't want this answer now, but mm -hmm. I want you going back and writing down all the things that you're good at. And I don't want you doing it from the lens of the coach moving someone forward in a spiritual path. I want you doing mm -hmm. it from the lens of the teacher, the lens of the mother, the lens of the daughter, the lens of the sister, whatever it is, the lens of the best friend. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I want you to just keep writing every expertise, everything you're good at. Mm -hmm. And then I want you to read that list out loud. Okay. And then I want you to answer the question, why am I being called to help people move forward? There's no doubt in my mind that that's what you're supposed to be doing. I'm not questioning you because I think you can't do it. I'm questioning you so you own your expertise. Mm -hmm. Then you'll know what you want to study in order to enhance what you already have. Oh, like you're that. just pulling in a lot of things just because you think they need them, but you don't know what question they're answering. Do you understand what I'm saying, Carol? Yeah, yeah, I do. Because all of these things, you know, like I said, Monique and Denise, and they're in my programs and we're learning clairvoyancy. This, this month we're learning about talking to dead people. I say it that way just to have fun with it. And one of the women who just joined my program, she was like, oh, I don't really, not interested in that. And I said, trust me, we know you don't want to go out and be a reader but you're going to learn stuff in this that is going to be so beneficial to your life. And after the call, she was like, holy mackerel, you're right. Mm -hmm. So when we approach these things as not like I need to be a crystal expert, but there's something in crystals that are going to help me because I'm creating my own brand. Oh my goodness, girl, you're going to knock it out of the park. Mm, Watch you. the boxes. Don't put yourself in a box. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Does that help you? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Thank you. Okay. Anybody else? have any questions? Okay. Any, so what I would like to know in the chat is what is the action step you're going to take? Linda, I want to check in with you for some reason, because your energy is coming out at me, not in a bad way. Um, is there anything that I'm sure it, that there may not be a struggle at all, which is great. I don't have an issue with that. Is there anything at all that you want to talk about or share or take away or anything? Well, uh, yeah, of course I'm struggling. Okay. <laughs> um, I recently left my corporate job to focus full time on my coaching business. So um, your program helped a lot, actually, because I keep telling myself I'm not a salesperson, but I do love to help people. And I know that what I offer is valuable. So it, it really did help me. Um, right now I'm struggling because I want my focus to be on women and in particular helping women business owners. And I've got a lot of opportunity to do other things. So when you and Sally were speaking and you said, you have to say no to certain things if this doesn't go towards your goal. Um, that really spoke to me. Great. So let me ask you a question. Um, 
I love it. You want to focus on women entrepreneurs, business owners. And what I'd like to know in the chat is how many of you struggle with sales who are doing this? Because it's something I'm going to start. Um, I want to start teaching the business side. So you want to help women business owners. What do you want to help women business owners do, Linda? I'm helping them with um, to get clarity on their future. And then a lot around communication, knowing how to articulate what you want and need from others, and then how to ultimately build deeper relationships. Build deeper relationships with who? With people in general? With their employees, but also with the people who they love. So a lot of what I do is allow them to be more productive at work so that they can spend more time doing what they love with the people they love. Great. What corporate job did you leave? What corporate career? I was a training manager and I worked in human resources most of my career. The uh, client I was just talking about doing the speech in the book, that's the same thing. She's like a VP in that area. Yeah. So you're actually perfect because you have this expertise, you have these skills, you have everything, which is great. What I want you to do is dial in a little bit more of your client avatar, which I'm sure you've heard of like, who is this client and spiritual people struggle with writing a client avatar because they think that's the, they're like, no, I, I don't only serve the 45 age person. I serve the 20 year old. But when you, when you're focusing in on what you do, it helps you to focus in on what you do. So you could talk about it. Right. So if you went out with this general statement and you were telling me about what you did, I can feel your, your love in it, but I'm like, I still don't know what you totally do. I can tell on an intuitive level that you can do it. Like I can already feel energetically you're perfect for this. So there's no question in my mind there, Mm -hmm. but I want to help you to dial in that conversation. And what I have found with sales conversations is I'm so passionate about what I'm doing that it just naturally comes through. Hmm. And that's what's going to happen to you. Hmm. Well, and what, what I've been a few of my clients that I've really had success with, they're the second generation of a family business. Mm. And now they're looking to go into a retirement or like a phased retirement. Mm-hmm. So that's that's really who's been attracted to me. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting because that's what SFA was about, um, which is what SAS pillar system is built on, whatever. Uh, it was the person who was standing on my deck, who was an executive in a big television company, looking at how I created this life. I, she was my first boss on TV. And she said, how did you do this? Because she was looking at the phase retirement, doing what she loves to do. She loved her career, but she's done with it. Now she's ready to go into something else. The thing I want you to do a little bit of analysis as to that client. What are they really struggling with? What are their pain points? I know you know it, but Mm -hmm. I want you to write it down. I want you to do a little bit of homework. And then I want you to come up with one offer for them. Could be a three-month coaching. They're starting out the journey with, they're getting ready to retire. They're ready to enjoy their life. They're ready to do something meaningful. And you get, you're getting them at the point where they're making that two-year plan or the year plan. And they're going to work with you three months and they're going to really start living their joy. And then by the end of that three months, they're going to be doing it or they're going to be putting the plan in place. Do you have something like that already? 
I have something, but I'm thinking of it differently now because of this conversation. Okay, good. I don't mind. That's great. Pivoting <laughs> happens. So I really want you to just dial this in a little bit more and any self-doubt that comes up, I want you to do what I told Carolyn to do. I want you to write down all the ex people you've helped, mm -hmm. all the things you've done, how you can help. And I want you to put in that both of you and anybody who struggles with this, your own personal studies. Oh, when I read uh, Conversations with God, it connected me with the universe and I really feel connected to God. I want you to put that stuff in there because as a spiritual entrepreneur who's helping other spiritual entrepreneurs, that stuff counts. And your expertise gets born out of your life experience, your wisdom, and your passion, your light. Okay. Does that help you, honey? It does. Thank you. Good. Great, great, great. I'm glad I asked. Okay. So now I want to know from everybody, what is your next step that you're going to do? And then we're going to end this call. Janine, your baby's so cute. <laughs> She's so sweet. What is your next step? What is it? I want you to put it in the chat. Because I want to know what everybody's doing. Nobody's allowed to leave this call without the next step. Edit website like that, Monique, for you. I was thinking of bringing that into next level living because Jess and I were talking about it Where because I, I was looking at Dashka's website too. And I was like, wow, I could really give pointers on websites. Um, so that might even be a bonus. I was thinking about a copywriter bonus to come in there. Write down who I've helped and how I've helped them. Great, Linda, I love that. Come on, Sally, I'm waiting for you. You're keeping, <laughs> continue showing up to the mentorships. Great. I don't know what that means, Jolene. Where are you, Jolene? Can you unmute? I don't know if you can unmute. She might not. Uh, hi. hi. So, <laughs> what, is, what does that mean, continue showing up to the mentorships? That's a great question. So right now I'm in a mentorship, uh, learning how to build a business. Right. Um, cause I'm looking to phase out of corporate America. Right. Um, so that's kind of, I guess where I feel like my next steps are just to keep showing up and keep learning and to keep evolving, if that makes sense. So what I want you to do, and hopefully they're doing this in this mentorship and I'm, they probably are, is I want you to really start thinking about like what I said to Sally, what I said to Carolyn, I want you to start thinking about your expertise. You said that you wanted to be a healer, correct? What was it? Oh, so I'm like really interested in medical intuition. I currently am a healing touch practitioner. Okay, great. Oh, that's funny. And so I have a back, a really long background in healthcare, about 18 years worth um, in different areas. So that's just kind of where I've fallen in. Isn't that what Dashka did, Monique? Or yeah. So do you know Dashka? Nope. Oh, she's in next level living. She's a nurse. She did healing touch practition. And then her career is she's just so good for you. So um so you just want to keep working the the system that you're learning so that you can create a business. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. Do you know where your people hang out? The people that you want to serve? Do you know where they're hanging out? <laughs> no. Okay. So I want you to start thinking about that. Okay. And I also want you to start writing down three to four experiences that happened in your life as to why you want to do this or why you were called to do this or why you were called to study it. And then if you feel confident and comfortable to, I only started coming out on my personal page last year and I've been, I've had a successful business for almost 17 years now. And I only am starting to come out in a whole new way 
on my personal page. Cause I, you know, I had those people on my page that didn't know me as this. I worked at MTV, NBC and everything, you know, if you feel comfortable, I'd like you to start sharing snippets of your story now. Oh, on my personal page. Yeah. It's the public part that really I'm like, okay, this is new. Cause everybody I know personally, I mean, I'm out there. It is right. what it is. Then create, then do it in a business page. Also, also definitely do it in a business page, create a business page and do it. I don't care if you have one like or one person on there or nobody on there. I want you to get into the habit of speaking your truth. Okay. Does that help you? Yeah. Thank okay. you. Good. There's so much to say when it's growing a business. So, all right, good. Thank you. All right, everyone. Thank you so much. You've been amazing. Like I said, I may be getting in touch with some of you um, and I just really appreciate it. And any feedback you have, please feel free to email me. You can email me at care at marilynaloria.com. Monique, do you have anything you want to share with Denise? I don't know if Sheila's still on. Um, I, I do, Marilyn. Going back to kind of the beginning of the call, you talked about living in your truth. And that just really hit a chord with me. I already knew that, but that really is what it's all about um, for me. And what I, my biggest takeaway from this call today was, was everything is, what is, whatever is aligned with your truth, that's what you work towards, as you've said on today's call. Yeah. And I, and you know this, Denise, it keeps unraveling. Mm-hmm. You keep getting closer to it and closing to it and, and discovering a new layer. And for me, I recently have had an experience with, with somebody I'd like to say who, but I'm not going to, but it's somebody who's, it's a relationship that I have now severed because, and it's a business transaction, a big business thing, because I can't be with anybody who's not aligned with my truth and in integrity, the way that I feel, I'm not judging the person. They get to do what they want to do. So the more and more I get into my truth, the more and more I get into my power. And I can honestly tell you, I feel like my ego is starting to diminish because I'm becoming more confident in how I feel. That's not to say that if you brush up against me, my ego is not going to come out and I'm not going to be like, F you, because that happens. But I love the truth over the soul now because they feel so intertwined. And I feel like there's an intellectual part of it that helps us to understand it better. Does that make sense? It does. Okay. And, and I think it's just always evolving. Like you said, it's, it's just deepening as we go along. I can tell a huge difference. And that's why I hate, like when my whole thing is I'm rewriting my avatar, my work, everything, because I'm shifting so much. And I'm like, I am the person that gets you out of the box. And that is my goal, you know, live out of the box with no definitions. Thank you, Denise. I'm excited to see where you go. Monique, did you want to share something? Yeah, just to follow up on that, for me, what's so wonderful coming out of these conversations is really the recognition that the tools are secondary, Mm. that we really have to be in a space and a place of owning ourselves and knowing who we are at a wider level. And the tools take on a completely different meaning for us. And our work becomes completely different when we when we as Marilyn always says when we work from the inside out because when we're reaching for our tools and we haven't done the interior and don't recognize Mm -hmm. that the interior is really who we are at the widest level the tools really hold very little meaning and really particularly in the healing world their vibration just isn't available to us at the level that it can be available to us so I 
I love that you said that. Love that, Monique. So true. Yeah. Thank you. And you're so beautiful at, at supporting people in finding that place, even Thank though, as, as you say, it always evolves and we're always evolving. But to get us to really recognize our own truth and what that really represents for each of us. So, yeah, that really goes into my teaching people that you are the instrument. Yeah. I'm yeah. not the instrument. Denise isn't, you are the instrument. Even a healer can work on someone and be the most powerful healer, but if the person's not ready to receive it, even on a soul level. Yeah. Love that. Thank you so much. That's great. Um, Robin, the, the, replay is only on the podcast and uh that's how we do it and this will probably come out um in three weeks or so because we're about three weeks ahead so just so you know honey okay but if you really need it send me an email at care at marilynalori.com and i will make sure you get it if anybody really needs the replay um sheila do you have anything you want to say or anybody else otherwise i'm going to end i know this went longer than usual you guys are such an amazing group i could feel it it's so good I've shifted my avatar and um, the podcast is on my website. You can find it on Apple too, or wherever you can listen to podcasts, Amazon, it's everywhere. Um, I've shifted my avatar and you guys are my avatar. So I would love this. This was so wonderful. So thank you so much. It really goes to show that you could serve one avatar and then you could shift mid-career or many years later and you could start serving differently. So thank you so much, guys. I'm sending you so much love. And um, it's been so great getting to know you. And I can't wait to hear where you go from here. Sally, I want to hear from you. <laughs> Putting you to task. Bye, guys. Thank you so much. Take care.